Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Steel Nation Radio. I'm Mike Palaya of SteelNationAssociation.com, where we cover the Steelers 24-7 while bringing you, the Steeler fans, together in an effort to raise money for Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. Please continue to visit the site, read the articles, participate in the contests, listen to the podcast, and so much more. And don't forget to visit all of our sponsors, which you can find in our sponsors page. You can also find me at SteelCityUnderground.com, where there's many great columnists covering the Steelers all day, every day, and bringing you all the news and updates that you need from around the AFC North, the league, and of course, about the Steelers. So please visit SteelCityUnderground.com. And lastly, but not least, you can find me in the new Pittsburgh Courier every Wednesday. So please check it out. All right, so I haven't been recording as often this season uh, for a variety of reasons, um, but it's been a pretty, pretty damn good season at eleven and one. Uh, obviously, the last two weeks have been a little different, although they have split those weeks. Struggled against the Ravens, now struggled with a loss against the Red, uh, almost said the Redskins, the Washington Football Team, and yes, the Washington Football Team is kind of on the up and coming it looks like you know they've improved to five and seven Alex Smith has kind of turned that team around Ron Rivera is definitely one of the better coaches they've had in several years and I think that it looks like the team is buying into that system that he has there and and their defense isn't bad and and Jack Del Rio's got them playing well and quite frankly they proved that uh on Monday evening when they played the the Steelers and ended up overcoming a 14-point deficit to win 23-17. A couple of thoughts about that game before we get into the Bills game. The Steelers, albeit being down seven starters, should have won that game. They should have won that game. When they were up 7 nothing and on the one-yard line and they decided to go for it, I didn't really have a problem with them going for it from that spot on the field. I mean, you go up 14 nothing there. You're running away with it, although they ended up going up 14-0 and not running away with it. But in that point of the ball game earlier in the game, you know, you go up 14-0. That was the decision. I did support it. I thought they would score. They didn't. So you look back on that, there's at least three points left out there. And then not going for a field goal later in the game because you didn't trust that Wright could hit a 45-yarder. And you go for it on fourth and one and you go for an out route to your third string running back was definitely questionable and ultimately cost them the football game. They get the first down there, they win the game. They kick the field goal there and it goes and it's good, which we don't know if it would have been, but I would have tried it there. You kick it and it's good, they probably win the football game. But they didn't they ended up losing. That's that. I don't think a loss is the end of the world. I think had they run the table this season, there's a lot more pressure on them in the playoffs. I didn't think they were going to run the table. I just didn't think they were going to lose that football game. Now, why that's not a bad loss, not only because having a loss going into the playoffs isn't a bad thing, but an NFC loss, if that turns out to be their only loss, will still keep them in front of the Kansas City Chiefs for the number one seed. So all the way around, if they continue to play and win and they run the rest of these games, they'll still be the number one seed. They'll still get the bye no harm, no foul. Problem is, I don't see them running the table. And problem is, I don't see them winning against the Buffalo Bills this coming Sunday night. There's a lot of injuries they're going to have to overcome, especially at linebacker. 
Of course, we already knew about Devin Bush weeks ago. Bud Dupree is now out. We know that, and he's out for the season. Highsmith in his first start didn't do much. I didn't expect much out of the rookie, but nobody was going to replace Bud Dupree. But now, but now you've got Spillane, who was Bush's replacement and playing relatively well, out for at least this week, if not further, with a knee injury. And you've got uh, Vince Williams out on the COVID list. So you are really thin at linebacker. Now, the Bills don't run the football particularly well. So if this can be a short-term thing, perhaps, you know, in terms of the middle linebacker scenario, perhaps it's not the end of the world. But, I mean, at a very minimum, you're running on a very depleted uh, staff, if you want to call it that, very depleted player uh, level, and it's going to pay its price, even against the Bills who don't run the ball well. Uh, I also think because the Bills will probably try to establish the run, and they may end up picking some, picking up some good yardage here and there at least, Josh Allen will do better than he already probably would have, and I think he is a top seven or eight quarterback in the league at this point. And he already concerns me, concerns me with his scrambling ability, but he's a pretty accurate passer. They've got Stephon Diggs. Um, you know, I do think that Steven Nelson will be back. I don't know about Joe Hayden with the concussion. I just see this stacking up all the way around as a loss. The Steelers have been on the decline right now. The Bills are accelerating. Both teams are playing to clinch a playoff spot, potentially. Both teams are playing for their divisions. Steelers should be fine, but the Browns are only two games back right now. They're still within striking distance with four games to play and one head-to-head to finish the season. So there's still a lot going on here. I do think the Steelers are fine. Obviously, they're going to make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to be the number one seed. I think they're going to lose to the Bills. And I think they're probably going to lose one other game out of their last three, finishing 13-3. and three. And I just don't think the Chiefs are going to lose that many. So I think the Steelers will fall to the two seed. Now, here's the other thing. They could fall deeper. If the Bills beat them this week... They will be within one game of the Steelers. Now, the minute that they have an even record, assuming the Bills beat them, the Bills take that leap over the Steelers for that number two spot. The Steelers could very easily and very well fall to the number three seed. Don't be surprised if that happens. The injuries are piling up at the wrong time. Now, James Conner is back this week. I have really, really lambasted him the last year and a half. I think rightfully so. But what has become evident to me in recent weeks, like it or not, he is their top running back. I've thought Benny Snell. I still like McFarland, although he's not a back that's going to be able to be featured. Right now, it's James Conner. I would move on from him after this season, and I would go drafted back very, very highly. But right now, he's the best they've got, and they've got to ride him. Because this dink and dunk, throw it 51 times three or four yards per attempt, it's probably more like six, sucks. That's their replacement for the running game. Everybody knows what's coming. You can't run the football. It's just not working. And this is going to be blasphemous to a lot of you, and it's blasphemous to even the younger version of me. Ben Roethlisberger, he's just not as good as he used to be, guys. Come on, face it. Now, I'm not saying he deserves to be torn apart and criticized. He is the big reason why this team is winning football games. Absolutely, he's the big reason why. But his deep ball, 
come on, it sucks. It's not accurate. Yes, you can find a couple of passes here and there where he went deep to Claypool or Washington or something like that. But overall, it's not the same Big Ben, which is why you're seeing all the dink and dunks. Get over it, guys. He's not the same player. And if you expected him to be, you're crazy. He's coming back from major elbow surgery. The fact that he's accomplishing what he is is remarkable. I mean, he's protecting the football. He's got six interceptions all season long, although one was bad last week. It cost a potential two-minute warning drive. He's been very, very great with the ball in that regard. He's got several uh, great passes as well. But, guys, I don't think that we can trust Ben Roethlisberger to be able to carry this team. And I don't think that's fair to do that to the guy at 38 years old. No, I would not want to see Mason Rudolph or Josh Dobbs or Duck Hodges playing quarterback for this team. Ben Roethlisberger is the best they've got. He's not a top five quarterback anymore. He's probably not a top 10. Now, is he better than more than half the league? Yes, he absolutely still is, but he is not elite anymore. So why I'm saying this is they need to be able to protect him by running the football. I hate the two-second throw, the two-second throw. The old Ben used to be able to sit on it, make a play by sitting on it. Yes, he'd get sacked some, but he'd be able to extend the play and get it further down the field. They've got the receivers to do that. They've got to go back to some of that improvisation. And they've got to go back to a more steady offense where they are not throwing the ball over 50 times and losing a game to the Washington football team. They've got to control the clock. They've got to run the football. And that's going to have to happen this week against Buffalo because they've got a pretty good offense. And I don't want to see Josh Allen running the field all over them. I don't want to see it. Now, the Bills don't have that great of a defense. So this would be a great time to fix what ails them and start running the football with James Conner. They're going to have to do that. Defensively, they are going to have to contain Allen. They're going to have to make sure that he doesn't scramble. He's got six touchdowns on the ground. And they're going to really have to make sure that Diggs doesn't get open. Or if he does, you don't contain him too. Keep him to six catches and under 80 yards. You do that, you have a very good chance of winning the game. Now, I don't think the Steelers are going to get blown out. I don't. But I don't think they're going to win. I think they're going to lose 24-17. to 17. I think they're going to fall to 11-2. and two. I think the Chiefs are going to pass them. And I think as we get through the rest of the season, they're going to be battling for not only the division, which they will win. Don't get me wrong, they will win. But the Browns are going to be still in this thing. But they're going to be battling for that number two seed. And if you're wondering who the Bills will have after the Steelers, the remaining three games after that, they've got the Broncos. That's a win. They've got at New England. That can go either way. That can go either way, but I'm going to have to give Buffalo the win there. The first time they faced the Patriots, they beat them 24-21. to That was at home. Patriots are improving, but I don't think they're that good. Uh, and then they've got Miami. So the last two are, are definitely games that could go either way. They're going to beat Denver. So let's just say they beat Pittsburgh. Let's just say they run the table. Let's just say they run the table. The Steelers, if they lose to the Bills, would still be a game in front of them. However, as you know, they've got at the Bengals. They're going to win that. Then they've got the Colts and they've got the Browns. And unfortunately, I think they may lose one of those last two. 
and they could lose both guys. I don't think they'll lose both, but I think they would could lose one of those last two. So a 13-3 record. I mean, that's fantastic. I would take it. If you told me at the beginning of the season, I'll give you 13-3 for the Steelers, sign me up. I'll take it. Fantastic season. In normal years, probably a buy. But in a COVID year, when there's only one buy, 13-3 isn't going to get it done for that respect. So they're going to have to run the table to be the number one seed or only lose one more game to be the number two, in my opinion. I don't know. They can do it. But with all these injuries, with the way the offense has been sputtering, I'm not as confident about that. Now, Randy Fickner sucks. They got to run the no huddle, let Roethlisberger call the plays. There's some debate there as if he's the one that's changing up the plays and creating problems right now. I don't think that's the case. I think Fickner hates the run. I don't think they trust the backs. I don't think they trust the offensive line, which is ridiculous. Um, They clearly need to open up the field downfield with Roethlisberger throwing the ball. They clearly need to stop with the drops. Deontay Johnson, you are talented, but that's got to stop. That has got to stop. He leads the league and drops. Can't happen. Eric Ebron, knock it off. Tomlin says he'll replace you guys. I'd like to see it because this can't continue. Vance McDonald could catch the football. I have thought for the entire time McDonald has been in Pittsburgh that they have not utilized him properly. Maybe now's the time to try it. Deontay Johnson, I mean, move him to, move him to the bench. Let James Washington play. Give Claypool more opportunity. Where's he been the last couple of weeks? What's going on there? Juju is Juju. The guy's going to make a play. I'm not worried about him at all. But they need to step it up with their play calling. They need to step it up with their run game. They need to make sure defensively that they are able to get to Allen. And they need to do what they can to go 3-1 and one down the stretch. If not 4-0. That's it, guys. I, I think that, look, I, you know, I, I kind of painted a, a solemn tone here. They are 11-1. They are a good football team, very good football team. They have some holes. They've got a month to fix them before the playoffs because they will be in them. They will win the division. But this this week is a very big test as to how they stack up against the AFC elite. So let's pay attention. Let's see what happens, and let's go from there. Until next time, let's hope for another Steelers victory.